Hey, welcome to Summer Camp Programming Podcast. I'm Kurt. And I'm Chris. And today we have a guest on, uh, Andy McClung from ChristianCampPro.com. How's it going? I pronounced that right, right? Yeah, ChristianCampPro.com. No, no, your last name. <laughs> get, a, get a free insert in there. <laughs> yeah, Andy McClung. <laughs> <laughs> Andy and I, we've been in contact for for a bit here um, because we have similar sounding like blogs. He has Christian Camp Pro, and uh, I've got SummerCampPro.com, and we uh, reached out to each other and have been kind of sharing ideas and stuff uh, on the blog. And uh, he does a lot of great things over there. A lot of neat activities. Chris was saying that he used he's been on that yeah. site plenty of times. A lot, a lot of good stuff for faith-based camps. So, yeah. So check that out. But this, uh, in this episode, what we're talking about are retreats. Uh, and Andy has uh, runs a retreat center. And in fact, Andy, I'm going to let you kind of introduce yourself and tell us uh, about that. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, my my name's Andy McClung, and I run a uh, faith-based retreat center. That's uh, it's specifically targeted towards adults, but we do some youth camps as well. Um, we've been running it. We've been doing a retreats. Let's see, eleven years now, but the facility's thirteen years old. We bought the property in two thousand six, and it was nothing but a cow field when we bought it. Hmm. So we built it from the ground up. Went through the whole building phase. You know, had to learn the codes and everything to do in our area, and then you know how to gain clients from there. But besides that, and I know that's kind of the focus, I'm also kind of a self-proclaimed techie, uh, analyze and love statistics and running websites. So kind of on the side, I guess you'd call it a side gig, I uh, manage websites for about 25 companies, large businesses, small business, and even down to individual bloggers. So I'm kind of involved in the web web world and the uh, retreat world at the same time, and I love both. Busy guy. Yeah. So, and yeah, and you have you all have, that free time you have from running a retreat center. You just run some websites too, right? Right. Yeah. Why well, not? <laughs> Try to do both at the same time sometimes. So. And you have a family, and so I mean, there's a lot going on. Yeah. So you have a wife and uh, two kids. Uh, one's four and one's two. So yeah, they <sighs> eat up any other time I may have, and uh, actually they're a priority. So. Uh, they, but yeah, there's a lot of time in there <laughs> that came out wrong. Totally, just in case they listen. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you're now. What's the name of your retreat place? It's what is the? So the name of it's Oasis Christian Center. Okay. And it's just oasischristiancenter.com, and we're located in uh, Kentucky, just right on the state line between Kentucky and Tennessee. And so you get groups that come out there and and do stuff, or do you run your own? Kind of, how does it work? So most of it is groups that come out here and run their own thing. Um, Actually, I would venture to say all of it's that way. We did a little bit of programming in the beginning, but nothing anymore. Everybody pretty much brings their own programming, brings their own agenda, and then we just cater towards them. We provide services such as lodging, um, some activities, as well as a meal service. Yeah, so I run an overnight camp, and so we really do a lot during the summer, but this time of year we're trying to get retreats, and I I have the hardest time getting rental groups to come out. So how do you you get your rental groups to come out? How do you get them to to choose you? That's interesting because right now, and as far as marketing goes, we actually – don't do any marketing at all. Really? Yes. I would about eighty percent of our clients are 
reoccurring. So they, they keep coming back year after year. And that's great because it is, you know, it's less work for me to do mm-hmm. marketing and trying to get groups, but maintaining them, you know, it's just basically providing good services for them to come back each year. But in the beginning, oh my goodness, to get uh, to get retreats to come out here, because when we started, we had no clients whatsoever. We weren't affiliated with anyone. Um, it was a lot of cold calls, you know, just getting on Google Maps and looking for organizations in that area. And being the techie that I am, um, we started or I built a uh, localized website, so focused on the cities that were around me. So, for example, Bowling Green's really, really close. So, focus on Bowling Green groups there. So you you said you do offer activities. You don't run programming, but you do have activities that are offered. Yes, like indoor activities such as games. You know, we have a game room for a few times a year that youth do come. They tend to use it the most. You know, it's like pool tables, ping pong, uh, table shuffleboard, and air hockey and foosball. Um, and then we do disc golf out on the grounds. So there's 75 acres out here, so we have a disc golf course, and. Um, you know, like cornhole or uh, horseshoes and stuff like that, but nothing, nothing really major past that. I'd be in that game room. I, I know you say youth, but yeah. I'd be in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I find that youth groups and men's retreats tend to use it the most. Uh, ladies retreats yeah. use it too, but usually when they're on like a two night or three night event. So. I'm just curious. You say you have uh, you have a lot of returnees. How, how many? Is it mostly weekends? It's mostly weekends. We do some during the week when it's uh, like June and July, but past that, it's it's for the most part uh, all on weekends. And how we many weekends to, do you have booked for next year? Uh, uh, all of them. <laughs> we have all uh, of probably, them, Chris. Yeah, I probably have two or <laughs> three jealous. that's open just just because I'm waiting to hear back from the church. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, I I I'm going for secrets because I. I feel like I am offering tons and tons of programming. Like, here, come do this. Come to, like, I will do everything. I'll even spoon feed the people if they need me to, to get them out here. I, I just, I, I mean, how the people just, they keep coming back. What, what are they doing? What are they, how are you getting them there? What's the, are they bored? I, I just don't get it. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I need your secrets, man. Yeah, the secret <laughs> sauce. Here it is. It's, it's pretty simple, I guess. Um, I'll tell you kind of who we target, like our target group. So definitely faith-based organizations. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, when you're trying to move, let's say, towards your off-season, because I know a lot of camps, especially ones that deal with uh, youth in the uh, summertime, you know, they may struggle a little bit with uh, getting adult groups because, you know, youth are in school. So the uh, adult groups you'd want to focus on, definitely like support organizations. And I'll, here's one that we've had. This is actually our longest-running retreat. We've had them... Uh, matter of fact, they're going to be here this uh, weekend um, 14 times in the last 11 years. And Alcohol Anonymous, that's one of them. It's a support-based organization. A lot of people's heard of it, and I personally know people in the organization. And kind of as part of their program, they get out to kind of focus on themselves and focus on you know, their rules. It's, I don't know everything about the program, but I know that they have rules that they follow. Um, so, you know, look for support based organizations that are within your community. Look for, um, niche hobby groups. Uh, here's a, a very popular one called modern day, uh, quilting guilds. It's, uh, usually, usually the younger crowd for, for quilters. Um, I know some people in it and they do retreats. They kind of, they want to get away from, 
I guess, um, going to each other's house and stuff like that. So they'll get away for a weekend. Then you have the scrapbookers. One that I really like that I haven't got here yet that I'm really gunning for is a, a drone flying club. Yeah, yeah they, they exist. I'm trying to get That's one out cool. here. And being close to Nashville, there's a few down there. A couple other ones we've had, leadership, um, such as not just like restaurants. So Cracker Barrel, they've called us and they want to do leadership groups out here. We've had the uh, Kentucky State Police want to do canine training out here. So those are some people, I guess, to look for past just your youth events where, mm-hmm. you know, you're thinking of just kind of scripted programming in the summertime. These are organizations that are looking year round and you can pick them up in your off season or, you know, like your spring or your fall. And it makes sense that these are groups that wouldn't need programming. I mean, if it's canine training, they are obviously running their own uh, program, quilters, uh, scrapbookers, even the the drone pilots they all are doing they've got their own thing they don't need to be they don't need like a ropes course or swimming pool or anything like that it makes sense um but it's it is it is amazing that you have a retreat center that you personally don't offer any programming and yet you know their camps are just like struggling and they got all these programs Mm -hmm. and they're offering all these programs and it's a total different way of thinking about that and I like that, that it doesn't require, you you know, you to have staff year round to run programs and do that type of thing. Uh, there are groups out there that don't need any of that. Uh, I'm kind of curious on to like your food service. What do you do? Do you, do you have a year round cook or what do you do for food service? So for food service, um, and I probably should have mentioned this at the beginning. This is actually all family ran. I um, It's myself, my brother. Um, and both of my parents, they, they uh, work here. Uh, my wife, she works a, a standard kind of nine-to-five type job, so she doesn't do anything for the retreat service. I wouldn't make her work that much. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but so so since it is all family, it's yeah, – yeah. since it is family, we, we, we pretty much do the hours that we have to do. You know, So, if, like, for example, my dad does all of the cooking, and he knows he's going to be there all the time. And then both myself and my brother, we help him out in the kitchen. So, you know, we go through the food service uh, certifications and stuff like that to make sure we're covered. Yeah, we pretty much wear hats for everything out here. But as far as our food service goes, we have a, um, I would call it a limited menu. So, for example, four or five different dinners that you can choose from, maybe three to four um, lunches. And we just have two breakfasts to choose from. And we just kind of send the menu out in advance. They pick what they want and... And then we make it for them, you know, in whatever times that they have. So we don't do like set. You have to be at breakfast at eight o'clock. You know, we kind of go off their agenda. So if they want an 830 breakfast, we'll do that. And we'll just make sure it's hot and ready when they get here. But, yeah, we like to say around here we don't serve camp food. Nothing against it at all. I was like, you know, if you want hot dogs and mac and cheese, I'm totally cool with that. And I'll probably eat that today myself. But, yeah, like our dinners are sirloin tip and uh you know, baked chicken and mashed potatoes, gravy, the whole nine there. So it goes over really well for adults. And that's one thing that, uh, matter of fact, our most complimented things are that it's real quiet when you come out here and that the food's really good. So, and I think those two play a big part on people coming back year after year. So it's funny that you mentioned that the Cracker Barrel wants to, you're trying to get Cracker Barrel there and that's kind of the food you serve. Right, very yeah. Cracker Barrel style. Yeah, <laughs> good southern breakfast. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it sounds like you only need maybe like ten meals that you really need to get good at that mm-hmm. you do over and over, and so that makes it a little easier as opposed to, you know, offering 
a huge menu of different mm-hmm. options, that type of thing. I, I like that. Yeah, I'm, and if you're focusing on like, um, let's say, 40 to 60 type people, uh, 40 to 60 people at your event, then you know you can get by with like two meats and and then just kind of the mashed potatoes, gravy, and green beans, and everybody will be happy because they got their chicken, they have their uh, uh, beef based if they want it. Um, we also do full salads, so if they're a vegetarian or something, we accommodate that as well. Mashed I, potatoes. I pulled up the <laughs> website here for the Oasis Christians there. Uh, these rooms are gorgeous. I, I know why you're definitely booking more than I am. My rooms do not look <laughs> quite like this. <laughs> well, thank you. These are nice, gorgeous dining hall, everything. I mean, it looks really, really good in there. Do you, When, like, a, a group calls you, do you kind of help them out and, like, give them, like, planning ideas? Or do you really just let them go to town? I mean, what's the... Do you help groups or kind of like what's what's the process there of them coming and calling you and things like that? For the most part, if they're coming out here, uh, they usually already have an agenda, so I don't ha- have to help them out on the programming side. Um, however, if they need to, I do have um, a website, Christian Camp Pro. Um, sounds very similar to Summer Camp Pro, and <laughs> <laughs> we had we did not know each other when we were building the websites, but uh, so it provides programming as far as um, like themes, games, and ideas for the group if they want to come out here. Um, it provides icebreaker games and stuff like that, and then um, I also have a book where um, it's it's real simple. It's called the uh, the Ultimate Retreat Planning Guide, and I I it, it just Oh, do you? Really? You All have right. it, Chris? <laughs> I think I do. I'll have to look. I'll pull it up here. It'll be faster. <laughs> yeah. Well, the book goes over um, just kind of the basic. It's it's a good beginner's guide to planning a retreat. So if they've never planned a retreat or a camp, it kind of fits both needs there. Then it's a good starting point for somebody uh, who who was just kind of thrown into the mix to plan a retreat um, on what they need to do, kind of start to finish, all the way from now you're planning to now it's over. What should you do then? We'll put a link to that in the uh, in the show notes. Uh, my my list says I have it. I it's just on a shelf here somewhere of all my <laughs> way got, too many books. He's yeah. got everything. He's got everything. <laughs> I, I want to step back uh, for a minute and talk about your rooms um, and what you have available because you have you've got rooms for people if they want to be by themselves or maybe two people per room, and then you also have like cabin or or more bunk style rooms as well. Yeah, uh, dorm style. Um, dorm style. That's what we call it. And uh, yeah. so I have, we have two dorms. One sleeps 48 and the other sleeps 36. And then we have 24 private rooms. And you could think of those as just kind of like a mini Holiday Inn style room, queen size bed, private bathroom, a uh, little vanity area. And yeah, so for the uh, dorm style rooms, they're, let's focus on the 48-person one, for example. That's kind of our most modern one. And if we have a ladies' retreat out here. So what we found is some, most groups, they have a group of people that want to stay in a dorm style, and then they have another group of people that may want private rooms. So we, try, we provide both, and that was when we were initially building this place. We wanted to be able to provide both. So, you know, if someone has a sleep machine they can you know get a private room and they can feel a little more comfortable there but we find that uh, everybody calls the dorm like the party room because they tend to stay up all night and and it's good (laughs) because groups that come out here that's kind of what they're focusing on doing they want their people to you know connect with each other and just you know have a good time and uh, stay up all night telling stories so your adults don't mind staying in dorm style rooms 
Nope, not at all. Matter of fact, we find that uh, a lot of them prefer it. Um, Interesting. We, yeah. Are they are they are they bunks or are they single beds with so, like regular uh, mattresses or what? Yeah, they're um, they're regular. Well, they're bunk beds. So in the okay. forty eight, there would be twenty four bunk beds, and kind of a good number here. So let's say we had fifty people here for a ladies' retreat or a men's retreat. You know, you have twenty four bottom bunks, and then you have the twenty four rooms over there that would cover everybody without having to get on a bunk bed. So it's really good for gotcha. adults, kind of when you're in that. 50 ish number, um, at least for us. Yeah. And, you know, we, uh, we have really good mattresses. We use memory foam mattresses. Uh-huh. So we kind of go up and go above what a lot of kids only focused camps do. Right. Uh, right. And I think that that's what pulls in more adults. Yep. Yep. No, it's good to know. What, what is the, the out, the open air pavilion? It look, it's like a bunch of rocking chairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're aimed right at the sunset. So That's awesome. Yeah. We find that a lot of people will do like a small group, you know, session out there or something like that. That way the sun's setting and we call it a cotton candy sky out here. It's like pink <laughs> and, and blue. It's really, it's really pretty. And, uh, yeah, the sun's setting, and you can do your group activity. There's also a, a, a pond right there behind it. I don't know if it, the photo you're looking at, yeah. but there's a fountain in it. And, uh, you know, it's just a nice, nice scenery. And you have like a room just with couches and stuff to, to gather mm-hmm. or. Yeah. So the um, activity room, we um, if you're on the website, we call it an activity slash meeting room. And there's a bunch of couches in there. That way it's very comfortable because we are a faith based organization. There is like a, a room that's a chapel. So it kind of provides two meeting areas but if you want a less formal when most people go with that activity room that way you can just kind of sit around real comfortable everybody's on a couch plenty of room there's meeting tables on the other side so if you need kind of that uh, desk setting where you're doing a, a presentation you can do that as well so and we also have a kitchenette in that area um, so if people were bringing their snacks or you know they want coffee at 3 a.m they can make it so that happens from time to time sure sure and then do you uh <laughs> with your crazy. rates do you find <laughs> Do you, do you raise them every year a little bit? So we, matter of fact, next year, 2020 is going to be our first rate increase in a very long time. We try our best to keep them um, as low as possible, you know, just uh, just to cover the costs. And um, that lets groups that are coming here, you know, tack on maybe an extra cost. So, for example, um, a one-night retreat would be um, $85, and that would include your uh, three meals and if wow. a group was coming out here and you're lodging on top of it. Right. Uh, yep. And plus, you know, our family's over there working the whole time. So if you're running a presentation, you know, me being the tech guy, I would be in there helping you and kind of getting it set up on the screen. But we, we keep it low that way, you know, if they need to tack on an extra five or ten dollars per ticket or per, you know, per person, per event, then, uh, you know, it can cover some of their costs as well. And we find that a lot of groups do that. Yeah, and I say from what it looks like, it looks like even it gets cheaper. As you add on more nights, it does. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just that we uh, we go up an extra thirty dollars a day for the first two days. So a two night would be one fifteen, and then the uh, three night would be the uh, one forty five. Mm-hmm. So you guys do all the maintenance too. In the we do. Yeah. So you have no staff. No staff. Um, wow. We did have. Oh, uh, the dream. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's good and bad, you know, because you do work a lot. Um, but we did have someone helping us uh, for a long time clean, um, help clean, you know, during the week. They, um, you know, they kind of wanted the more standard hours as opposed to working weekends and stuff like that. So uh, they would help us clean rooms. 
and they would help us kind of get prepared for the next event coming in. And uh, they they recently they recently moved, so it was unfortunate, but it was uh, it was good. It was good for them, and we're glad that they went where they needed to go. You you need just uh, when your kids get older, Chris, keep them That's around right. and yeah. Two <laughs> more employees. I made them run the do all the harnessing for zipline yesterday, so I'm already putting them work. Yeah. Well, hey, I, I don't want any kids harnessing me up for a zipline. Oh no, <laughs> That's crazy. I, my kids know what they're doing for the most. now. <laughs> My younger ones, I have seven, Andy, so oh, I, wow. I have a lot. But uh, yeah, my younger ones, they'll no, that is that's ridiculous. There, <laughs> there's no way that they're gonna harness anyone up. So, I went on my first zip line this uh, um, summer, the first of August, and oh my goodness, I was scared to death. I'm kind of one of those people scared of heights. Did, um, I've always didn't I read you were it. in the Air Force. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that out there now. <laughs> scared of heights. Air Force, and I'm scared of heights. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah, stationed in Germany. I worked on F-16s. It was awesome. So, I worked on them. Didn't fly them. Fly there was a big difference. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> stay on the ground. Stay on the ground. <laughs> so, with the zipline, what did you think after you were done? It was fun. I, you yeah. know, for the first ten seconds I was off of it, I thought, man, I'd do this again. And then I walked back to the other side, and I think, mm-hmm. nah, I'm good. <laughs> Check this off the bus, bu- uh, bucket list. It's done. Yeah. yeah. There, there are certain things that with with heights I'm okay with, and other things no. Like I'll bungee jumping, no, never, never. No. Um, but yeah, zip lining and ropes course I'm fine with, unless it's one of those leap of faiths. I have a hard yeah. time with. Yeah, I'm with because the zip lines are usually smooth. The ropes course, you don't have that big drop. It's some mm-hmm. with the big yeah, drop. Yeah, terrifying. Cool. You have any other questions, Chris? Um, no. Let me look here, though. Hang on. You're the you're the one doing retreats. So Chris does like. Uh, I, crazy retreats that oh, are like, he programs out like uh, you wouldn't believe. So we have we have strictly bunk beds. I have nothing but bunk beds, uh, and we've tried to do retreats for adults, and no one is interested. Like all my adult retreats bomb or get canceled. They're just awful. And so we've just I'm like, all right, well then I'm just gonna start going to kids solely. And then we program it all. So we just had one. We called it Ignite. But it was um, – we started at 7 p.m. and we went till 10 a.m. And it was – we stayed up the whole time. And, all right. And did a bunch in, in the dark and stuff like that. And th- th- we seem to do better with the kiddos. And I think a big part of that is our rooms. I mean we just – we can't offer – we don't have the hotel-style lodging. And so most but of Andy's adults, saying, just get better mattresses. I know. He's got yeah. these memory foams. They're huge. Yeah. He just needs yeah. some good mattresses and a place that you can get mattresses depending on where you're at. Um, now, it, it all depends, but you can look at um, hotels that are upgrading. Sometimes they'll um, oh. donate them to nonprofit organizations, you know, and yeah, and, and so usually they only keep them about a year or two. Now, of course, you got to be picky on, on kind of what comes in. You you can see what's good for you and what fits your needs. Um, and then the, that's how we got some of our equipment in the uh, hotel-style rooms because it was actually an old Holiday Inn that was uh, that was upgrading all their furnishings. Oh, wow. And they were still really nice. Like, I don't even know why they upgraded, you know, to be hmm. honest, but I guess they were doing something different. But um, we got connected with them and then uh, just kind of made a bulk price, and that's how we got all of them. Huh. That's cool. That's a great yeah. problem. Is we all have we have twin frames, so I'd have yeah. to get all new frames. Most hotels don't have twin bunk or twin yeah, beds. Yeah, that's true. 
Maybe some colleges local. Yeah, I have to find some local colleges. That's cool. That's a good idea, though. I've never thought of that. But yeah, reach out yeah. to those uh, scrapbooking clubs, Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, scrapbooking and quilting, uh, no joke. Those are great yeah. clubs to uh, uh, reach out to. They're usually everywhere. Um, we have two of them. Just, um, I live in a real small town. It's uh, Franklin, and we have two of them down here. Um, we've tr- they've actually tried to get in, but unfortunately we've been booked because that's kind of what we're finding now. Um, that's awesome. I only that booked is... 12 months in advance, and that's that's kind of the deal. Oh. The thing is, Chris likes to make things harder on himself. We we yeah. would, we talk about like both of us have run pizza delivery at our overnight <laughs> camps, and when I do pizza delivery, it's cheese pizza, right? Mm-hmm. So they they deliver them. Chris is like every kid gets to pick their own topping, yes. and we'll yes. put it on there. And, oh, crazy! You know, no, no, no <laughs> <Yeah>. is right. <laughs> the, the fewer options, the better when it comes That's to right. that. <laughs> yeah, uh, pepperoni and a cheese, you're good to go. That's right. <laughs> we go crazy. We go crazy here. Yeah. <laughs> we've had groups come out here before and they've brought pizza on their first night that's always fun because that's you know i would totally eat ah, easy they'll yeah. show up with like 10 pizzas and, and we'll put all the food on to the next day that's cool <laughs> nice nice do you uh are, are you close to a town that people can go into not really i mean okay. 20 minutes for me it's close because i've lived out here for a long time but, yeah. you know, if they're coming from, let's say, Nashville, Bowling Green, or um, Louisville, or something like that, then it's far away to them. So, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I, I just need to find groups that want to do their own thing and make my life so much easier. I just got to exactly. feed them and, and house them. Yeah, absolutely. And all scrapbookers are looking for, are, um, and quilters, you know, both of those, they want plug-ins and yeah. you know, plenty <laughs> of table space. Yeah. So, and that's, that's it. So, um, and, and good food, so... You ever have groups like a yoga retreat or anything like that? No, but we've had groups come here and do like yoga lessons. So um, goat yoga. Yeah, we haven't had that one. (laughs) (laughs) But we've had, yeah, people bring in yoga instructors and and run them through classes. We've had people, um, you know, bring in uh, people who do massages and, Mm -hmm. you know, do all of that as well. Right, right. Interesting. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much, Andy, for coming on and sharing your secrets and tips for running uh, retreats with no programming. I think it was a very good mm-hmm. lesson for Chris. Um, this this is all this is all for you, Chris. <laughs> it's all for me. Absolutely, <laughs> everything's about me. We did no, already. I, I do think that there's a lot of camps out there that would like to run. I mean, I've worked at uh, overnight camp where I, the same thing that Chris is saying. You think, okay, well, all I have are cabins. I don't have, you know, hotel-style rooms. Mm-hmm. Nobody, adults aren't going to want to just stay in the cabins, but there are ways to make it happen, and it's nice to hear that you say, no, there are groups that definitely want to stay mm-hmm. in, in the cabins, and one of those things is maybe upgrading the bedding, uh, and just that there's so many, most of these retreat centers, most of these camps are out in nature, are maybe in the mountains or what have you, or in a cow pasture called the Oasis. And, uh, and they just want to kind of go out there, relax, and they don't need a whole lot of activity. Uh, so it's nice to hear a successful uh, program like yours uh, that doesn't run all these different activities. So thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, is there, uh, if anyone wants to reach out to you, is there a, gr- a good way to do that? 
Yeah, so pretty much through the websites, um, everything uh, everything through the contacts forms comes through me because I handle all of the scheduling. So on oasischristiancenter.com, if you're looking for um, anything retreat-based, um, if you're looking for some free, uh, like free resources for your event, it's christiancamppro.com. Um, also, um, um, at Andy McClung on Facebook or at Christian Camp Pro on Facebook. So Perfect. Yep. All right. Thanks so much. No problem. Thanks, Thanks. for having me. So I hope you enjoyed that episode with Andy. A lot of great stuff. If you're looking to run retreats and you're looking to do it uh, without a lot of hassle, it can be done. <laughs> you don't have to have staff. Uh, he's what? proof of that. Uh, you don't have to offer all your activities. Just upgrade your beds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it's a whole different way of thinking. Because I, I was like, you know, like you, Chris, where – working at another camp and thought, okay, all we have are cabins. Mm-hmm. We don't have hotel style rooms. Yep. So nobody's going to want to, you know, no adults are going to want to come, but apparently that's not the case. As long as you do certain things, you, and you look right. for, for groups that don't need programming. Mm-hmm. Makes it good easier prices. <laughs> really very good prices. Good prices. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very good prices. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, Hmm. I may go down and have a retreat there myself. That's uh, right. Really good <laughs> just for just for you and your wife, yeah. just to get well, away. I, I think there was a minimum, so I'll have to find oh, like twenty more on. friends. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a great. I mean, it's a really good price for what you're doing. So and food, but awesome, awesome, cool. From around the campfire, this has been uh, Chris and Kurt. Thanks so much for listening, and, and please, we'd love to hear back from you and, and get your reviews. And So if you've got a few seconds, minutes-ish, doesn't take too long, just drop us a, a note in the comments or review us and let us know what you think. 